If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Getting caught taking part or watching a, an illegal sideshow in Santa Rosa now comes with the risk of harsher punishment. On Tuesday, the city council adopted a set of rules making it illegal to participate in a sideshow or street race as a driver or even as a passenger. And or even if you tend as a spectator or help organize such an event in a public street or a private parking lot. Violators will face prosecution, six months in jail, and a $1,000 fine. Sideshows have been a huge problem in Sonoma County, and that's the current solution. If you feel like you are paying too much for Netflix, now you have a less expensive option. On Thursday, Netflix announced that starting in November, it will offer customers a basic with ads plan for $6.99 a month, and it's the lowest priced Netflix subscription tier thus far. So if you think about it, it's kind of like Hulu with ads. It's going to be exactly like that. Ads will play during your favorite shows or movies, but here's a good thing you get to save some money. In country music news, Cody Johnson is the most nominated country artist at the 2022 American Music Awards. You're gonna love somebody, hold on as long and as strong and as close as you can, till you can. Cody is in the running for three trophies at this year's ceremony, with mentions in the Favorite Country Album, Favorite Country Song, and Favorite Male Country Artist category. If he wins in any of those categories, it'll mark his first ever AMA's trophy. I am rooting for Cody Johnson. I'm a huge fan of his music. Also repping the country genre is Carrie Underwood and Chris Stapleton, of course, who are up for two awards apiece. Chris is nominated in the Favorite Male Country Artist and Favorite Country Song categories, while Carrie is nominated for Favorite Female Country Artist and Favorite Country Album. You can find this full story right now, Froggy92.9.com. Wake up in the morning for the roost to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. When did you have a wardrobe malfunction? Kelsey Ballerini recently suffered a wardrobe malfunction while performing in Kansas City. Half of my hometown still hanging I just walked off stage in Kansas City and it was one of my favorite shows I've gotten to play in a long time. However, I have four outfit changes during my tour and the last one is a pair of jeans and this t-shirt that says I'm doing my best and the zipper was undone. <laughs> Her zipper was undone. It's happened to everybody at least once, right? We've all suffered wardrobe malfunctions and mine happened to me last weekend amber and i were at the santa rosa pumpkin patch and we were running around we were having fun we were taking pictures and i noticed there was a giant pyramid of hay so i went and jumped on top and there was a slide from the top of the pyramid down to the bottom so the kid and me thought to myself well i gotta go on this slide of course so i jumped in the slide went all the way down I didn't realize that the slide was wet until I got all the way down and I got up and it looked like I had an accident. And I had a friend of the show ask very seriously to me, do you need to go home? Did you have an accident? <laughs> and I said, no, 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 it was the slide, I promise. And I've also had my pants ripped on multiple occasions and the last time it happened to me was at Safeway. It happens, right? And we have Sasha from Santa Rosa joining the show right now. Sasha, when did you have a wardrobe malfunction? Sasha, you there? Okay, so there you when are. I was a kid, I was a frequent flyer and between my parents, they were divorced. And, uh, 
I went into the lavatory bathroom and in the middle of a flight and I was walking back to my seat and my fly was unzipped. I no. was like eight years old. <laughs> but there's nothing you can do about it except sit down and like hurry up and get to your seat and you know, and, like the flight attendant comes over to me and she's like, Your fly's unzipped, hon and I'm like, Oh my god. <laughs> it's gonna be a good day With Amber and Tanner in the morning I got some good friends They only good time when They're awesome Today's country Froggy 92.9 What's something that was awesome As an adult but absolutely sucked as a kid After a few weeks I finally had some time to take a nap And I know it sounds silly getting excited about a nap But you know Life can get a little crazy sometimes and you don't have time to make yourself a priority. And I look forward to naps, man. I mean, I, I've been called the nap king of Sonoma County before. However, when I was a kid, I absolutely hated naps. I would be so upset whenever my poor mother had me take a nap. And, <laughs> and now when I take a nap, it's like the most glorious thing ever. What's something that was awesome as an adult? but sucked as a kid. Getting some texts right now, 707-636-1467. By the way, yeah, you can text the show now. Again, the phone number is 707-636-1467. Jim from Petaluma said, getting socks as gifts. <laughs> Game changer. My aunt used to give me socks and underwear every year, and I used to hate it, but now as an adult, I look forward to it. <laughs> Crystal from Santa Rosa said, I used to hate cooking as a kid, but now me and my husband do a bake-off each Sunday and our son gets to decide which dad or which dad is the best at cooking and that what type of dessert. We ask him if he wants to join us, but he doesn't want to cook. He just wants to eat as he puts it. And Brian from Katati said, showers and brushing my teeth. I still can't fathom why. As a child, I was determined to be filthy. Can't stand going too long with either now. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. What saves you from being stressed? In a brand new poll, one in six people say that they feel stressed the moment they wake up. That's no way to spend your life, right? And the average person says they need to be awake for an average of 33 minutes before feeling human. And part of that could be the alarm. Half of us say that they deliberately use an aggressively loud alarm, and I know I certainly do. On my phone, it's that retro alarm, you know, the one that goes, nah, nah, nah. And we use those alarms because we're so tired in the morning. And 66% say they sleep through the first alarm at least twice a week. Yep, I'm guilty of the snooze button. Most people say they struggle with sleepiness when they first get up and need something to start the day, like a shower, breakfast, a cup of coffee, or simply just brushing their teeth or splashing water on their face. Yeah, the first thing I do the moment I wake up is I drag myself out of bed, I go get a cup of coffee, before I do anything, because I am an absolute zombie. And But here's the thing, what saves you from being stressed so we can be more productive throughout the day? Um, apparently more adventurous people immediately want to meditate, hit the gym, take the dog for a walk, or clean the kitchen. That saves people from being stressed. So what saves you from being stressed? And for the past year, this is what I do. I've been going on late night drives and it clears my head. I have some music on or I have a podcast just to decompress a little bit. And we're taking your calls right now. Candace from Katani, you were telling me that you eat special foods when you're stressed. What do you eat? Chili cheese Fritos. Nice. Pepsi. And for something sweet, 
I usually go for like the sour candy, like Sour Patch Kids or, you know, stuff like that. I'm That's what you need. Catching them. Catching them. With these guys. You just make my morning. You guys are my morning pickup. Amber and Tanner every morning. Today's country. Froggy 92.9. Tanner in the studio. Welcome to Froggy 92.9. So it's time for Put on a Smile. It's a new story to just put a smile on your face to start your day. You know, we hear so many negative news stories all the time. It's time for something, you know, a little bit different, a little bit more optimistic. Like this story, a Colorado deputy had her badge pinned to her during her graduation ceremony by an officer that saved her life in a drug house when she was just a baby. So here's the sergeant and deputy Natalie Young talking about this amazing story. There were a lot of drug users in that apartment, some parolees. There wasn't enough food for Natalie. It was just a bad place and we couldn't leave her there. I'm sure she would have survived, but her life would be very different. She wouldn't be where she is today. It just wasn't gonna end well. Just to get the call and find out what happened to her, but then on top of that, to be invited to come see her, to pin her badge, it's just this amazing feeling. I remember thanking him for saving my life and telling him I have waited a very long time to meet him and I was not expecting him to come out and I was surprised when my mom told me and I just gave him a hug. I have another story for you on Put on a Smile. Josephine and Alfred Waterfield say the key to being married for 75 years is arguing every single day. <laughs> the 100-year-olds met in a pub prior to World War II and they married in 1947. And their son Alan says they'd say the secret to a happy marriage and reaching 100 is to have a row every day. The, a horrible British accent. <laughs> They're like that, nothing serious, just a bicker. It's rare nowadays to see marriages last so long so they got something right and it's lovely. There's some hope for us, after all. Yeah! The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. know someone who has gone to an extreme length to get a food item? Now, a Massachusetts man named Chase, he's also known as Donut Lover, recently flew from Boston to Connecticut for Krispy Kreme donuts. The trip cost him a total of 500 bucks. Chase bought a total of 51 donuts, which he now has in his freezer. He made the trip to a casino because there are no Krispy Kreme locations near his home. So next time you head to a Krispy Kreme, you know the one in Runner Park, think about how lucky you are compared to Chase, aka Donut Lover. And so, do you know someone who's gone to an extreme length just to get some food? I had a rare day off work about a year ago, and I was sitting around on my couch, and I was wondering, what in the world am I going to do with myself? And back in Washington, where I'm from, we have Red Robin restaurants on every block. You know how there's a Starbucks in every corner and Target and Santa Rosa, Petaluma, and Roner Park? It, it was kind of like that, you know? So I was missing Red Robin, and I ended up driving to Sacramento to indulge in my craving for Red Robin. It took four hours <laughs> round trip to finally get home. So good day off work bad day off work i'm not entirely sure sarah who works at a mcdonald's in santa rosa you were telling me a story about a customer what happened i had a gentleman last year when we had the mcribs and he drove all the way from somewhere up in canada because they don't have the mcribs in canada so he came down from canada 
to get a McRib. Here we go! Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up! Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Thomas Rat talked about how he has always been afraid of horses, but he's since then been able to overcome his fear. Ain't nothing that a bitch can We adopted like a two-year-old Mustang named Daisy and brought her back to Nashville and worked with a trainer with her for a while. And my wife was like riding that thing bareback after like the first three months that this horse was home. And I went out there the other day and was brushing Daisy, cleaning her feet off, learning how to saddle her. And when I got up on her, man, I had a panic attack. My wife was like, if you don't breathe, the horse won't breathe. I just kind of had to overcome that fear. And, And my girls have been riding horses for two years now, and they can be the most calming things in the world. And it was just a good fear to overcome. And hopefully in five or six years, we're all just riding trails together. How did you overcome a fear? So this is going to sound weird, but I have a styrofoam phobia. I hate the way it sounds. I hate the way it feels. And anytime a package comes in with styrofoam, I have to leave the room or I will actually gag. I know it sounds weird, and I know somebody out there has a styrofoam phobia, and if you do, send us a message on Facebook, send us a message on Instagram, at Amber and Tanner in the morning. But I've been making some progress, I've been trying to get over it. My girlfriend Cammie ordered a package and it came in styrofoam peanuts, and she actually made me put my hands in the box, and I absolutely hated it, but I think it worked in a weird way. And I hated it, it grossed me out, but it did make it, you know, slightly better. And I'm a weird dude, I'm aware. But what is your phobia? And have you ever overcome a fear? What is it? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to call Becky. Becky has a Nest camera that watches outside of her house. And Barry Martindale, of course, is going to find a problem with it. Hi, is this Becky? Uh, yes. My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling you about a camera that you have outdoors. I understand it's a Nest camera. Uh, yeah, I have one. I'm calling on behalf of the neighbor across the street. My client is very concerned about this camera because we went into your camera system. We have access through Nest, and you can actually see inside of my client's home. I'm sorry, you accessed my Nest camera? I absolutely did, and we hacked into your system, and we could actually see the family eating dinner around 6.05 p.m. last night. And you know what? Sometimes the dad just wants to eat with his shirt off, and we don't need you creeping. Okay, I didn't even watch the footage. I wasn't home at that time. I can't believe that you hacked into my system. That should be illegal. You're going to have to owe my client about $1,500 because of privacy laws, and we're going to also have to take you to civil court regarding other lawsuits. I I don't, I I went, I didn't, I'm not trying to spy on anyone. This is ridiculous. I, my camera's out there so I can see when I get packages and, and, and if anything is going on outside of my house. I'm not trying to look into anyone else's house. How would you feel if you're eating dinner and someone could watch you? Well, I wouldn't feel great, but I'm, that's not what I'm trying to do. You've been Martindale.
My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy 92.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Here's a question. Who should replace Blake Shelton on The Voice? This is God's country. Blake Shelton announced the other day that the next season of The Voice will be his last. So who's going to take his spot? Maybe another country artist? I'm certainly hoping so. Someone needs to represent country music on The Voice. So in light of the news, Taste of Country actually put together an ongoing poll for fun for people to vote for which artist they'd like to see be a judge on The Voice. So they chose the top three artists for the poll and they thought would make a great fit. And here are the top three. At number three is Darius Rucker, which I like that. That would be great. At number two, Carrie Underwood. That would be absolutely phenomenal. And number one, who people want to replace Blake Shelton on The Voice, is Brad Paisley. I gotta, I gotta agree. I think Brad Paisley is the perfect choice to be a judge on The Voice. I would say Luke Bryan, but he's over there on American Idol. And I agree with Taste of Country. I think Brad Paisley is hilarious. He's incredibly talented, and he's been around for a long time. And I think he can identify a star. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning. Today's country, Froggy ninety-two point nine. Like tattoos on. Can I offer you a tattoo? A tattoo? God, that tattoo. Tattoo? Tattoo. Tattoos. Tattoos? This story is going to blow your mind. A woman in upstate New York is facing charges after she let her 10-year-old son get a tattoo on his forearm. In case you didn't hear me, a 10-year-old getting a tattoo on his forearm, a mother allowed it. And it's not even really that cool of a tattoo. It's just his first name in big block letters. It's about like seven inches long, which is, you know, he's 10 years old, so it's probably like his whole forearm. New York doesn't allow tattoos for minors, even with the parents' consent, so you can't get one at 17, let alone 10. And he got it in a hotel room, not a legit tattoo parlor. And so this school, this kid's school found out after he asked the nurse to rub some Vaseline on it while it was still healing. What a situation that is. I mean, no 10-year-old should ever get a tattoo. And there are tattoos that we all regret. I'm sure this 10-year-old will regret this tattoo, but I remember my dad got a tattoo when I was a kid. That was my mom's name on his ring finger. Seems kind of sweet, right? Well, it's not sweet is that he got a void stamp to cover it after they got divorced. <laughs> Justin from Windsor, what is a regrettable tattoo in your life? I have an ex-girlfriend that has our anniversary date tattooed on her chest, right on her collar. Her and I are in speaking terms, but we aren't together anymore. And She got it done like two weeks into our relationship, and we dated for about a year and a half. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9. Today's a very exciting day because it's release day for her. Her single, Hand Me Down, is available wherever you get music. Nicole Martin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello, everyone. You got to talk a little bit more into the microphone. All right, there we go. Oh, bingo. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so excited for you. You are a Sonoma County artist, which I absolutely love. I think you're the best Sonoma County artist, and I deeply appreciate you being here. Uh, how has the Sonoma County lifestyle affected your music? Oh, 
for one, thank you for saying that. That means so much to me. You guys have been so supportive of me and my music. And that Actually, is Sonoma Nicole, County. I'm going to pop this microphone over to you because yeah. that one's giving us a hard time. Yeah. There we go. You got me now? Got you now. <laughs> so, you, like I was saying, you guys have been such an amazing you know, support system to me, and you are Sonoma County to me. And um, just being able to share my music with people all around the county with my gigs and releasing my songs all over social media, everyone's been so supportive to me, which helps the process when you're an independent artist. Yeah, okay. I'm going to pop the microphone back over here. So sorry, Nicole. We're going through some technical difficulties. That's totally okay. Okay, so I wore my Marin Morris shirt just for you today. <laughs> because I know you're a huge fan of her, and I actually sh saw you at her show at the Greek Theater. Now, can you tell us about the impact Marin has had on your songwriting and other artists that are important to you? Yes, of course. That concert was magical, and getting to see you there was amazing, but she is just one of those singer-songwriters that is just so authentic, and she sings about real life and things that really you can connect to as a human Yeah, on a deeper level, and it's not just your you know, typical party country. It's, it's their songs about things that matter. Yeah, and I feel like that's something that's growing in country music now more than ever right now. We're seeing more authentic music. Don't get me wrong, I love the party songs, but yep. it's really cool to see songwriting be more of a important factor for country music. Definitely, I completely agree. So your new single, Hand Me Down, is available now. I listen to it, I adore it. Yay! And I just want to tell you, um, you know, it's so good. It's not necessarily, when you think of Hand Me Down, you think about clothes, you think about items, that mm -hmm. dresser from Nana. Yep. Uh, but it's definitely not that, it's about relationships. Can you tell us about the song? Yeah, you know, the song came from just like a one word idea. And I thought about Hand Me Down and I thought about how I can sing about that in a song and about, you know, Relationships are easy when you're perfect or when things seem like, you know, they're a little bit filtered in the beginning. It, you know, everyone's very giddy and, and excited. But when you find someone that truly loves you through like your issues and things that you've been through in past relationships, that's when you truly connect with someone. Someone yeah. that's not going to tell you you're crazy or, or make you feel bad for, for the trauma that you've been through, but someone who loves you through it. And that's truly what love is to me. I love it. Nicole Martin in the studio. Where can we find Hand Me Down? You can find it everywhere. All streaming platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Go to my Facebook, my Instagram. I'm, I've been posting like crazy. We'll have a video next week um, to follow up with it as well. And on Instagram, at Nicole Martin Music, correct? Correct. All right, so we're going to spin it right now. Yay! So excited. It's Hand Me Down, the new single that came out today from Nicole Martin on today's country, Froggy 92.9. Welcome to Great Day to Be Alive Friday. And it's a great day. We do this every single Friday. It's our time of the week where we complain about all the bad things that happen to us during the week, and we get baptized and ready for the weekend thanks to our friend Travis Tritt. First of all, I'd like to say thank you so much for your patience. This week, we're working through a bunch of technical difficulties because we moved to our new studios on Mendocino Avenue, and the phone lines were going off earlier. We couldn't answer them because the phone lines are down, and genuinely, I just want to say thank you for your patience. And it's a great day. It's a great day to be alive Friday. I dealt with a round of food poisoning yesterday, and yeah, I'm still recovering. <laughs> Just make sure you're careful where you get your chicken from. And it's a great day to be alive. Once again, somebody hit my car and didn't leave a note. And this happens outside my apartment complex at least once a month. What is wrong with people? And it's a great day. 
We are in our new building, like I mentioned earlier, and I drove to our old building two times this week, and it sounds like I definitely need some more caffeine before I leave for work. And it's a great day to be alive. Like a cup of coffee and a sunrise. The crew is up. And the coffee is ready. Hey, good morning. Amber and Tanner, mornings. Froggy 92.9. Hey.